Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to tell you? I like to amp them up and then just bring them down hard. Yeah. That's it's all about. That's my broadcasting style. Yeah, it's my shtick. It's <laughs> my thing, man. Bring them up and then drop them off the ledge. Um, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Dean, come together once a week over a single topic. Mm-hmm. We choose a topic every week, and then we go and come up with incredible ideas whose sole purpose is to get you stinking rich. Yeah. And not just stinking rich, but stinking rich quickly. Yeah. Because you don't got time to waste with this bullshit. Nope. You want that money? So you can go out and use that money. Period. End of story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, we go off. We come up with ideas. And we come back. We broadcast them over the interwaves and give them to you for absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that Radio Free Brooklyn is considered a charitable organization. Yeah. Because we, we don't get no money for what we give you. No. Or do we know? Oh, that's a good point. <clears throat> because the way we like to look at it is we're investing yes. in our future by investing in your future. Mm-hmm. And as investors, eventually there will be a payoff. Yeah. And that payoff is after you've gotten rich. Yeah. After you've taken our ideas, you've actioned them, you've made your millions, nay, billions, nay, dare we say, trillions, mm-hmm. uh, you'll remember us. Yeah. And you will send us some money. That's right. And we don't think, you know, it's sort of like if you've never come from a place where you've never tipped before, you go to a place that you've never been, a country you've never been before, you don't understand how the tipping works, and it's all very confusing, and you're always worried about embar- being embarrassed about, like, did I tip enough? Did I leave too much money? Did uh-huh. I leave... We have a table. We're not going to make you have to figure it out. That's unfair to you. Yeah. We're going to tell you right up front what we find satisfactory. And we have a number for you guys. And what is that number, No. Well, so after we have given you the most valuable investment anyone can do. Which is what? What is the investment that we're giving them? Spending an hour of our time speaking in a basement. Yeah. And you take that investment and you parlay it into billions, trillions, Gajillions. Oh, wow. You went there. I did. Uh, you take out, you don't need a calculator. Nope. You don't need a slide rule. Well, you may need a calculator. And you might need you a slide can't rule. Do basic math. Uh, but you certainly don't need an abacus. <laughs> and what you do is you give us 10% of everything you've ever made in this scheme that mm-hmm. you've taken and parlayed. Mm-hmm. 10% you tie this. Yep. Like the church. Yep. That's it. 
We're the church of getting rich quick. Mm-hmm. Um, what is 10% of a gajillion? Uh, it's it, it's one-tenth of a gajillion. <laughs> uh, it's really one of my favorite things uh-huh. when you do that little thing that you're able to do <laughs> of saying something that makes absolutely no sense. That but makes saying sense. it with such great... One-tenth of a gajillion. Yeah, no, you're right. It does make sense in that respect. But answering a question that you don't know as if you actually know it. That tone, you're able to maintain that tone. Uh, you know, tenth of a tenth, one tenth of a gajillion, and then know. just ending the sentence right there, cutting off the conversation. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, tie this ten percent, yeah, and we get our money, yeah, uh, and we'll even donate some to uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, sure, because we like to keep them running because it allows us to do this for you. That's right. Uh, anyway, Noel. Anyway. How you doing, man? I am doing good. Yeah? Anything new and different in your life? Well, I've got a couple little things. Uh, nothing to do with our topic. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yes. Oh, uh, I'll figure last that out. Last Friday, uh-huh. I was on my way home, and I bumped into one of my neighbors. Mm-hmm. And I was outside chatting with him. Mm-hmm. And along up the street comes another neighbor. Oh, my. Carrying a bag. Mm-hmm. And we're talking to her. And she's telling us, yeah, I'm just coming from... Trader Joe's. Is this a neighborhood neighbor or a building neighbor? Neighborhood neighbor. Okay. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I just came from Trader Joe's. Yeah, the new one on Spring Street. There's a new one yeah. that opened last Friday, uh-huh. like a minute and a half walk from my apartment. Yep. My life has changed. Yeah. <laughs> I have all sorts of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we went there on Saturday, the mm-hmm. day after. I was walking the dog, yeah. and we turned down Spring Street. Is that a euphemism? No, I was actually walking my dog. Okay. Um, and we turned down Spring Street, and it, there it was. Yeah. And there was no fanfare no. about it. It's actually not like, you know, the Trader Joe's on 14th Street, is the sign is huge. Yeah. The Trader Joe's on 23rd Street, the sign is huge. It's not so big. Uh, it's like until you sort of get to the front of it, yeah. you're not even 100% sure it's there. I know. It's great. And it was empty, empty. dude. Because that's always my problem with Trader Joe's. Yeah, it's a zoo in there. I went to Trader <clears throat> Joe's one time with Deb, Josh's wife. What? When did you do this? We had a thing for a while. We'd go to Trader Joe's. What? No, we went once to, uh, I bumped into her walking down 6th Avenue, and she was going to the Chelsea Trader Joe's. Yeah. When and was this? It was a while, a couple of years ago. She never told me the story. It's our secret. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'll go to Trader Joe's with you. I've never been inside a Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. So I went inside and- So she busted your cherry. She busted my Trader Joe cherry. Whore. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as you walked in the door, you are in line for the checkout. Yeah, and it's... that line wraps all the way up and down every aisle. And I was like, that's horrific. I don't want any part of it. Turns out the one, a minute walk from my apartment- isn't like that yet. No, it's not. And also, the experience when you go to, uh, uh, because the, the line wraps all the way around the store, the aisles are unpassably narrow because there is people. there are people waiting online in yeah. most of the aisles as it snakes through. So it creates a lot of traffic jams, and it's really infuriating yes. to, and, to and shop there. This one... Yeah. The aisles are twice as wide. Twice as wide. It's crazy. Like they, yeah. they actually learn from, you know, their various things. The one on 14th Street, mm-hmm. the line to get in sometimes goes out the front door and down the block. Don't want a part of that. It's no, and I don't blame you. 
you know, I'm a fan of Trader Joe's for certain things, mm-hmm. but like I am not a full on member of the Trader Joe's cult. No. Because a lot of the stuff that people love there is fucking awful. Oh, yeah. A lot of it's like total prepared dinners. Yeah. And I don't have much interest in that. Yeah. And their produce is shit for the most part. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you do find certain deals, especially for pantry staples. This is turn- turned into an ad for Trader yeah, Joe's. Yeah, Trader Joe's. Toss us some coin. Yeah, for At real. At this point. <clears throat> yeah, you know. Support your neighbors. Yeah, Trader Joe's. Uh, you are a neighbor. You are a trader. But, yes, the point is, uh-huh. and I agree with you. It's very, very exciting that there is a uh, Trader Joe's within reasonable walking distance for me. I feel like it's right around the corner from you. One of the only things, major things that have happened in the neighborhood in the past few years that's like a boost for the neighborhood of the neighborhood. It is because your neighborhood, Soho, has always been kind of a dead zone for food shopping. Of that nature for grocery shopping. Yeah. You have the Gourmet Garage. Yeah. And you have the Morton Williams. Yeah. And Morton Williams is the worst. Yeah. Morton Williams is terrible. But it's not just that. It's like it's not in the in the world of New York City. Yeah. They're not like terribly convenient to get to. No. Like if you live within two blocks of them. But if you live on like uh, uh, <clears throat> Morton Street, for instance. Yeah. And, Ironically, you know, or on William Street, <clears throat> or Morton Street to Morton Williams is like a ten block walk. Yeah, it's no joke. I mean, that's half a mile. Yeah, you know, it's not like I'm just going to run around the corner to the store. Then you have a couple delis, which these days I find delis don't carry as much. Uh, uh, Anytime you actually need something, yeah. when you run to deli, it's never something that they have on hand. Uh, my, my corner delis, they're pretty well stocked. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Okay. Okay. We agree to disagree. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's funny because getting through the Trader Joe's, it's like you have to like chop and kick your way yeah. through uh, all that humanity. Not this one. That's true. You stroll around, and you get near the end, and you pick something up, and you say, oh, if I get this, that means I need to go get something over there, mustard to go with it. Right, right? exactly. And And you you can can just turn turn around around. and go right back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. Um, The other one, so it's like you have to know karate or something to get through all those people, all that humanity. That's right. That's true. Um, Anyway, so you have other stuff? The only other thing I was going to talk about, which I mentioned we talked briefly about upstairs, Mm -hmm. uh, and I had said, oh, I was going to talk about that, is this is just a side tip for everyone out there. has nothing to do with our topic, but this is is the moneymaker. So I'm sure you all know that our beloved president, Donald Trump, uh, he broke off the negotiations with North Korea that have never started. Mm-hmm. But he had minted a coin that he was selling before that. <laughs> I tried to go to the White House website the had- second I heard about it to buy one. <clears throat> you got to get your hands on that because, hey, let me tell you something. If a freaking airplane on a stamp upside down makes it the most expensive thing in the world, what is a coin for a freaking summit Piece, right for a happened. summit that never happened especially a summit with the country that we're eventually going to go into world war 3 with with the president who's going right. to be in jail right exactly it's everything about this yeah it's it's got to be worth a lot of change is that something i'm wondering i mean i could just google it but uh, i'm asking you cuz just for the sake of okay, conversation well, I'm, I'm as good as google mm, sort of yeah, yeah sure yeah there you go um I think that's actually your name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, good as Google. Google Deneen. Yeah. Oh, Google Deneen. Yeah. 
when they named Google, they named it after you. Yeah, I'm suing. Because, you know, the <laughs> Gary and Yuri were like, or I don't know whatever their names are. What are the guys' names on Google? Goo and Gull. Goo and Gull. Okay, so it's not named after you. Um, oh, I just ruined my own we- my own <laughs> suit. You did. Uh, um, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, was this a private thing that he did? Like, did he get these made up, or did the government, did the White House have these made up to commemorate? I don't know. They're being sold on the on the <clears throat> White House website. Yeah, but I think you can rent a room in Trump hotels. I know on the White House Knowing website. Knowing him, at it's this something. Point. It's some side scam he had. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 I had not heard of these things, mm-hmm. and I follow him on Twitter. So I thought I would thought for sure he'd push them at yeah. some point. But I had not heard about these things until he broke off to- broke off the talks because you know if he broke off talks with everyone who insulted Mike Pence. Uh-huh. Which seems to be one of the big reasons, right? They 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 went off the, they went off on Mike Pence and Bolton and and his whack job crew. I'm sorry, I'm breaking. I know I'm I'm scattered here, but what did he think was going to happen with these talks? Given who he's hired, who is on his staff to run these talks? I mean, John Bolton, uh-huh. who all he wants. Is yeah. to go to war. He's like, he'll walk in the room and they'll all be mustachified. <laughs> he'll walk in the room and intentionally say shit. Yeah. To make this not happen. Yeah. So with his great glee, he can tell the president to push the button. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it's whatever. Yeah. This is the one thing, honestly, this was the one thing I had hopes that he would actually succeed in. Yeah. Following the sort of Nixon narrative of what his what this guy's presidency is like, the idea, you know, because Nixon did open up uh, uh, talks yeah. with China, right? Yeah. That was like the the biggest, yeah. I would say. How's that working out now? Well, you know, <laughs> it was okay for a while, and but at least we're talking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, at I, least I we're talking. I'm, I'm being a smart but ass. you know, uh, 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 I thought this was going to be his Nixon's China, mm-hmm. right? And the one thing, and because I figured, you know, crazy knows crazy. Right. You know, you put an authoritarian douchebag like Donald Trump in there Mm -hmm. and then the petulant child that gets whatever they want by threats in Kim Jong Un maybe is actually gonna be like, oh, he may actually do this. You know, he's not a rational, reasonable human being. He's crazy like I am. After they're both out of office, they should have a reality show where they're in a cell together. Yeah. Because Kim Jong Un will get voted out of office. Man, yeah, how's that going to happen in North it's Korea? Yeah, it's happened, you know. Yeah, as I recall, he killed his own uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rocket launcher. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, hearkening back to Trader Joe's and yeah. having to get through yeah. it with uh, force by kicking and punching and karateing your way through it. That's right. It's remarkable that you told that story, Noel. hmm Because uh, it segs right into our topic today. It does. Which is? Our topic today is karate. How to chop your way to the top. God. <laughs> I was I was thinking of tags for uh, this show, and I was hoping you weren't going to say chop your way to the top. Of course I'm going to say yeah. chop your uh-huh. way to the top. Come on, give me a break. Uh-huh. Don't leave money on the table, <laughs> right? Chop your way to the top. Uh-huh. How to gee everything you've ever dreamed of. 
Oh boy. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing because I'm delirious. How'd I, I earn a black belt in luxury? <laughs> uh huh. That's it. <laughs> you know, I took karate once. Yeah. When I was a child. Yeah. So did I. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why did you stop taking karate? The police burned down. <laughs> I said that to Josh before, and he thought that was the funniest thing he ever heard. Yeah. I did, because every time I've asked anyone else why they stopped karate, it's because, oh, I wasn't into it all that much. I didn't like, you know, that that, that, that it was so tough, or I wasn't, you know, I was a little kid, and I didn't like having to work out or whatever. It no, it was because the place burned down. Mm-hmm. And he says it so nonchalantly, like, you know, whatever. Shit like that happens they to me all me the, the time. They call me the Black Widow of childhood <laughs> hobbies. Exactly. Yeah. What happened to your? I uh, I used to play baseball, yeah. little league. Yeah. Why didn't you? Why'd you stop? Oh, the coach had a stroke. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Um, I used to take karate, uh-huh. and uh, uh, I got kicked out of karate because <clears throat> around Christmas time. When all the CBS specials of all the Christmas cartoons were on, mm-hmm. my karate class was in the middle of all that. <laughs> all right. And I insisted to my mother <clears throat> that uh, uh, I knew Frosty the Snowman was coming on. Uh-huh. I mean, I was five, six years old. I sure. knew it was coming on, and I insisted to my mother that I that she take me home, like she come and pick me up early. Uh, uh, to so I could get home in time to see Frosty the Snowman. So she showed up at the dojo and told the sensei that she <clears throat> was taking me home early, and he said, if you take him home early, uh, don't ever bring him back. And I walked out of the class. <laughs> <clears throat> and television has been my master ever since. Yeah, your sensei. <clears throat> it has been my sensei. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. Yes. Karate. Karate. The ancient Okinawan art yeah. of self-defense. Yeah. Some say, though, not truly originated in Okinawa. Some say. Sensei. Sensei. Uh, what do you have to get rich off of oh, it? I got a lot, dude. I got a lot. Okay, so there, there's a lot of karate stars, you know? <coughs> like Chuck Norris-type stars? Is that what you mean? Exactly, like okay. Chuck Norris-type stars. Uh so let's talk about Chuck Norris, right? Oh, okay. He served in the Air Force. He started martial arts while stationed <clears throat> in Korea. Mm-hmm. After the military, he started competing. In 1968, he won the Professional Middleweight Karate Championship, which he title which he held for six years. He started a chain of karate schools where he taught Steve McQueen, Bob Barker. I didn't know that. I yep. didn't know he taught Steve McQueen. He taught Steve McQueen, Bob Barker, Priscilla Presley, Donnie, and Marie Osmond. Wow. Yeah. I think it became like a a celeb thing to do, you mm-hmm. know? Um, he uh, teaches his own brand of karate. What's it called? Called Chun Kuk Do. He's a cuck, huh? Yep. Uh, he made his acting debut in 1969. In 1972... He was Bruce Lee's nemesis, and Return right. of the Dragon made him a star. Did that make him a star? It made it made him a force to be reckoned with <laughs> in that world. 
I feel like I hadn't heard. Uh, I, I mean, I saw Enter the Dragon, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that was him until after he became more famous in the eighties for all of his, you know, all those eighties yes. action movies. Yes, he, well, did. he did. But this is what launched him, <clears throat> right? Like okay. he'd done he had done piddly things before that, right. and then he did that, and he was like one of the guys that gotcha, you know. Uh, and then in nineteen seventy four, Steve McQueen, <clears throat> ex pupil, convinced. Him to take acting classes, mm. and then things went up, 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 up for Given Chuck Norris. the quality of his actual acting, mm-hmm. I... Uh, Can you imagine what he was like before? I, that's, wh- I, that's what I'm trying to trying to get my wrap my head around. Yeah. He must have been fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, so I tried... This is just a funny side thing. I tried to Google how many movies with Chuck Norris in... And the actual what you know how Google sometimes will return an answer and it's in their like gray box of like this is the official Google answer of it type thing. I have not noticed that. Oh, yeah. Like if you look up a, a flight information, like it's that first thing that pops up, but it's in deal. a box. It's just yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's OK. I know what you're talking. So about. in that box, in the official Google answer box, uh, the answer to how many movies with Chuck Norris in was. At least thirty-three, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was the uh-huh. most ridiculous thing in the world. Uh, but numbers aside, he became a star. No one can de- deny it. In nineteen nineties, he became a TV star in yes, Walker, Texas Ranger. Every eighty-year-old's favorite show on television. Yep, he uh, he wrote multiple books. Did he? Yeah, he did. Like what kind of book? He wrote a cu- he wrote a, a couple karate books. Uh huh. Then he wrote like a self help how to be a better person uh-huh, one. That makes sense. But did he write any fiction? Uh, yeah, he wrote a, f- a fiction. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he wrote a whole bunch of books. Um, and then in two thousand and five, <laughs> Chuck Norris facts first became an internet phenom. Uh, Chuck Norris facts. Spawned books, a USO tour for Chuck Norris, where he would go along and go along with the person saying whatever the Chuck Norris facts or something like that. Uh, I don't understand what I don't know. You know Chuck the Chuck Norris, Norris facts. facts. I don't. You know, like Chuck Norris doesn't. I don't know. Uh, like they're all about how tough Chuck Norris. Oh, is. okay. So like, like Chuck they Norris wanted to make a. Right. a Add Chuck Norris to the Mount Rush. This is one I read today. They wanted to add Chuck Norris to the Mount Rushmore, but they couldn't. The Rock was too soft for his oh. beard. <laughs> uh, like, like stupid okay, things like I got that, it. right? And so he went on tour with that. He went on tour, a USO tour. With and it. so the person would say stuff, and he'd just stand there going like, yeah, "Yep," and probably do a karate kick or something like that. <laughs> I guess. Uh, it also spawned Chuck <laughs> Norris. You imagine facts. him just punctuating it with a karate kick. Yeah, it's like Elvis. That's hysterical. Uh, he also that also spawned video games and mm-hmm. TV ads. All fun, right? Fun. But also, Chuck Norris writes an article for conservative website, the World Net Daily. He's an outspoken critic of evolution, says teaching it makes people act like monkeys. <laughs> uh, he has worked to uncover truth. This is true. He has worked to uncover a vast atheist conspiracy to outlaw Christianity in the U.S. He says the first step of which 
is acceptance of atheists in the government. I there's something about uh uh about martial arts mm-hmm. in general that triggers a level of of like there's another guy who's he's I don't know if you've ever heard of him his name's Eddie Bravo. No. He ends up he's he's a uh, uh got his own Brazilian jiu-jitsu school. Uh-huh. Uh and he's like a 10th degree, like, you know, top uh, level uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and teacher, uh, fighter, the whole nine yards. Uh, crazy conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. Like, believes, ev- you know, flat earther. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, chemtrails, like all of them. Yeah. And I- I'm very curious, because not the first two martial artists, like masters, I've heard of who have uh, uh, who are really into conspiracy theories. Yeah, and I wonder if that's a thing. Maybe, maybe it is. Uh, so yeah, he has this thing about the atheist taking over the government. He uh-huh. claims that if he were president, he would tattoo the American flag on the forehead of every atheist. Wow. Yeah, <clears throat> he is the spokesperson for the National Council on Bible <coughs> Curriculum, which is trying to bring state-certified Bible courses to U.S. public schools. He's a well-known anti-vaxxer, anti-GMO. Says Obama was trying to allow immigrants, mostly Muslim, into tip elections against Republicans. He preaches against geoengineering chemtrails. Uh-huh. In other words, obviously, he's going to be the next Republican nominee. Just kidding. Right? Yeah. How could he not be? Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm surprised he's not... Uh... He wasn't uh, Trump's running mate. I know. It, well, because he knows he's going to take out Trump. Uh. <laughs> so uh, how how can we make money off this, right? So at first I thought about trying to make money off discrediting him, but Trump has taught <sighs> us that that won't work. Mm-hmm. It won't work. Uh, I thought about cozying up to him, but that won't work. He's crazy. He's paranoid, right? He's basically super Trump. Oh, like the band Super Tramp. <clears throat> Breakfast <laughs> oh, that, in America. Uh-huh. That moment of realization that you just had. Yeah. So Super Tramp. Uh so I'm gonna take a lesson from Trump. Yeah, he's a he's a Trump that actually served. Yes. And could actually kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's bad. That's yeah. a bad combination. It's a bad combo with all that other crap in yep. there. Uh so take a lesson from Trump. What you're going to do, guys, you're going to sell hats. It's Trump sold a bunch. Chuck Norris will sell a hundred times as many. So what are you going to say on it? You want a message of power. You want to tell the world we won't take their shit anymore, right? So I to think of what you really need to put on this hat, I went back to Chuck's roots. Mm-hmm. Chun Kuk Do. Make America cuck again. <laughs> and you're going to sell those and you're going to sell so many. <laughs> That's it. Uh, <laughs> I did you I'm curious if you did a search for Make America Cuck again. No. Because, you know, I would imagine that some Pepe the Frog loving individual mm-hmm. has put out a Make America yeah, Cuck but, again. Yeah, but this cuck is spelled K U K. Of course. So yeah. it's different. Uh-huh. And it all it, it kind <laughs> of is reminiscent of KKK, uh-huh. which will even broaden the appeal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, a lot of money America in that, guys. Again. There is. I gotta say, yeah. Uh, while I absolutely love that, and it's a great idea, 
Um, you have the same idea? I, no, I don't, because <laughs> I took the idea of making money off of karate. Yeah. You know, and I clearly didn't think outside the box enough. Oh, my my next one's right in the box. Uh-huh, because I just thought about how do I make money with karate. Oh, okay. I didn't think how do I make money with Chuck Norris or uh, Bruce Lee, even star though that's not of karate. karate. He's not a. St- it's the karate <clears throat> that made him a star, and the karate is what's going to make him president. Mm. The karate combined with crazy psychopath. Yeah. No, I get it. I see where your your thought process went, and I'm I'm totally down with it. Yeah. I'm just saying that you know, I clearly I struggled with this topic because okay. it was just sort of like karate, karate, karate. I just you know, I'm I'm you know I'm always impressed with people who think differently than me. Uh and you clearly think differently than me. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You can take that as a compliment or not. I, t- I take it as a compliment. <clears throat> so you choose. I choose. Yeah. Anyway. Karate, Noel. Karate. Karate. Hey. What do you think of when you think of karate? Uh, Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess I sort of thought a little bit, because one of the things that I was looking at, because I did sort of look at practitioners of karate, uh-huh. and one of the more famous practitioners of karate that I found mm-hmm. was Tony Robbins. Yeah. And Tony Robbins, that's actually a little part of his thing. He kicks and punches, right. and he makes the people in his audience kick and punch and do things like that. And I was looking at Tony's uh, system. Okay. Not even his system. I was looking at, really, his seminars. All right. And his seminars are quite a, uh, a, a, a do. I don't know if you've seen them or known, but he has several different ones, but the one that's sort of the most popular, because I think it's also kind of the cheapest one, <clears throat> is the Unleash the Power seminar. Okay. And what that is, it's a three-and-a-half-day uh, success seminar and workshop series. Um, and uh, uh, people pay just for the seminar. Uh, and, you, you know, there are levels, but two to $10,000 to attend. Okay. The ones that spend the $10,000 get all sorts of extra perks. Sure. Um, but it's three and a half days. I actually, I actually know someone who's so into these guys. Ugh. He he is so into them, and his wife is too. And he went to uh, one of his seminars <clears throat> here in the state somewhere, mm-hmm. and his wife was like, well, you went, now I get to go. And he was like, okay, there's one in October in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, okay, that's fine, that's fine. But then they decided that was too long for her to wait. Oh, yeah. And there was one going on right now in Tahiti. What? <laughs> in Tahiti, and she went to the Tahiti one. Oh, boy. For a week. Wow. On her own, oh. so she could experience the Tony Robbins experience. Oh, she got the full experience. <clears throat> what? <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, people are nuts for this guy. Yeah. And, you know, the process, the, the days are a whole series of workshops and things to sort of have you face yourself and get through your blocks and your demons. Mm-hmm. And it culminates after you go through all of this stuff, right, That that you're sort of like supposedly releasing yourself and getting to your inner strength and your inner core and bringing your your yourself up you face it all and then you culminates with you walking across a bed of coals yep 
it's called the firewall. Mm-hmm. And I think we've even discussed uh, a, a little bit, yeah, a little bit this bit on the show. And it is this path made of burning hot embers, and you swiftly walk across, and everyone cheers you. And uh, you know you don't get burned because it's mind over matter, and you have uh, faced your biggest fears and you have walked through them. Yeah. And now you are ready to conquer the world. I thought, wow, that's really interesting. But how does that get me anywhere near karate? Yeah. Because it's not right. <laughs> it's uh, like you started <clears throat> that far away from karate. I did. Well, you know, karate led me to it. Okay. And it will lead me back and it around. Will, and it will take you back. Yeah. It will yeah. take me back. And so then I was sort of thinking like, well, but I imagine that, you know, my recollection from the short time that I studied karate Mm -hmm. uh, before I had to go and watch a cartoon that was on every year. um, It it was on fire? Yes. I walked across a a fire of cartoons. No, no, no. Your karate place. That's <laughs> all I remember start, about taking karate. <laughs> it did not start. But there were they 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 love to punch home the idea mm-hmm. that the values you learn in karate yes. can be used. Can be used in every aspect of your life. Sure. It's like improv. Patience, mm-hmm. responsibility, humility, yeah. putting in the work um to experience long term benefits. You'll have to endure short term pain. Yeah. Uh uh. Uh, respect, uh-huh. um, strength, and power, uh, uh, all of these things, uh, uh, s- facing your, your weaknesses, these are all sort of the things that are in Tony Robbins' thing. And I was like, well, you could do a seminar with karate as the p- point for everything. Uh-huh. And people would maybe eat that up because people love the idea that, hey, in three days I can learn self-defense. But I was like, what would be the big showstopper at the end you need that big thing yeah that shows you and i found this thing this is sort of an amazing thing have did you have you ever heard of the uh hundred man kumite yeah right so yeah, yeah. so the hundred man kumite yeah is a uh, uh a fight that people who study karate can do it's crazy and it is 100 two-minute rounds a full contact sparring, mm-hmm. so I don't think they can hit in the head. I think and they, they can, and they. Well, I will say that the ones that I watched, mm-hmm. there was no hitting in the head. Okay, because I think a hundred rounds of that. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know maybe occasionally there was like a high kick or something, but it seemed to be mostly body. Okay, um, two minute full contact sparring matches with a sixty second break between each round. But the hundred rounds are not one person against one person. No. It's one person against a hundred different fighters. With like 30 seconds in between or yeah, something like they, that. This says 60 seconds. Okay. Just to sort of catch sure. your breath. So basically every round there's a fresh fighter yeah. in there against you. And the main object besides getting through, it's not just about getting through the hundred rounds. Uh-huh. To really succeed at the kumite, you should your uh, that you have to defeat at least half of your opponents, yeah, and preferably by knocking them out, yeah. So the first fifty, you really got to go for it, yeah. You can't just hang back and like get pop popped and you know lose the sparring match, but still be on your feet, yeah. You no got to go rope. for it, yeah. Um, and this has been around for uh, uh, 
over a hundred years, mm-hmm. and on record, there are only about fourteen people who have ever made it all the way through. Yep, and a couple of them are actually on YouTube. Uh, one was in 1995, a Japanese guy whose name I don't remember. Who I saw his fight, and man, by the end of that, his he was. I mean, it he was a wreck, he dude. Jelly. He was like, I mean, just the pounding his yeah. body. To, his whole chest was as red as you get when you laugh. <laughs> <clears throat> but he was not laughing. Uh, really, really amazing stuff. But then I was like, that's it. Uh, that's the big kicker at the end. Yeah. Everyone fights a kumite. Yeah. Right? So you've spent three days learning the principles of, of karate uh-huh. uh, and how it makes you a success in life. You think they make you believe that you've learned how to fight because you've spent three days intensively training karate, uh-huh. kicking and punching and screaming, kia, 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 doing all that stuff. And then at the end of it, you're all hyped up. And then there's this hundred round fight club. Yeah. And you just get the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> um, I, and I think that it is, this is going to be the thing that's going to put you over the top. You're going to charge whatever, two to $10,000. You're going to hold it in places like Tahiti yeah. and Hawaii yeah. and wherever else you want to do it. And uh, you're going to get super rich from that. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Mm. I think that's good. Uh, hey guys, if you want to thank Josh for that idea in the form of money, you can go to uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com or org. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor button, and pledge amount. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Keep us in uh, silkies. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Keep them in bare feet. That should be the name of your... Uh R&B group. What? Silkies? Silkies. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you just want to sponsor Radio Free Brooklyn and not us, no, no offense, uh, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the pledge button, and uh, pledge a one-time or recurring amount of money. All that money goes to help Radio Free Brooklyn stay alive, stay afloat, help promote the arts in Brooklyn and everything else. And you get a tax break. And you get to know you did a good thing. Uh huh. So you're a good person, no matter what everyone else says. I know that's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a scumbag, uh huh. You want to redeem yourself? Yep. Donate some money to Radio Free Brooklyn, and you're a good guy. I think also if you're one of those people that like, you're not sure of yourself. Yeah. You don't know really what people think of you. Maybe your your self esteem is so low that you think people think you're a scumbag. Yeah. And you want to think that you want to, you know, you don't know why. Yeah. Uh, do something good that you know is just categorically a decent thing to do. Yeah. Cosby, hang your hat on Weinstein, that. you yep. guys want to redeem yourselves? <coughs> throw some cash Radio Free Brooklyn Throw away. a lot of cash Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of cash lot of to cash. Radio Free Brooklyn that, to redeem yourself. Yeah. But it's possible. Yeah. I mean, I won't make any promises. This is like the Catholic Church indulgences. I don't know what that means. You never heard of the indulgences? Nope. I'm not a I'm a Jew. They used to sell basically the right to sin. You'd get you could buy absolution <clears throat> of sins. Really? Yeah. That that's one of the big reasons why Lutherism started. Lutheranism. Lutheranism. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Is that still a thing? I don't think so. So Lutheranism actually pushed them, got them to give that up. I think so, yeah. 
Um, that's sort of like uh, donating to Trump. Yeah. If you are someone who needs to be pardoned for uh, a crime. For a crime. Just give him some mm-hmm. money and away you go. And you'll get your pardon. Yeah. Or just support him. Yeah. Be a vo- vociferous supporter. That's right. Yeah. You guys, Josh lied at the beginning of the show where he said every every week we have a single topic. It's true. Because we don't. We have a single topic plus a little tiny topic. Well, no, that's not true. It's like a 1.1. It's like nope. 10%. No, nope, that's not. 10% nope. of a gajillion nope. is what this next little topic is. Nope. So, I, I, okay, I'm uh, not even going to argue okay. this. Yeah. So you already got a gajillion. Here's 10% more. We're, we're basically giving you the 10% you're going to give us. Holy shit. On top. Oh, my God. Uh, why so we, we really are that angle from free. the beginning, right? Uh, idiot. Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys. Take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The richest man in the world, Jeff Bezos, who founded Amazon, has a net worth of over $100 billion. He took a risk by selling books on Amazon. Now remember, at this time, no one knew what the internet would become. In fact, most people didn't even know what the internet was. But Jeff, in his mind, knew that this is what he had to do in order to make Amazon successful. And now I order things on Amazon every single week. There you go, guys. There you go. Simple as that. Uh. (laughs) Uh. Oh, Daniel Alley. (laughs) Ten minutes in a ring with you, Dan. And yet the guy uh, has something like 65,000 followers, subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You guys, karate. Karate. When I... Yep. What was that? That was was the fight. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't there. That was not 100 rounds. When I think of karate, I think of ancient rites, tradition, of honor. A lot of people involved in karate think most of it is the opposite, right? True karate aficionados... Say that karate is full of people offering bull and trying to make a buck. Really? Yes. They call them McDojos. Yes, like Tiger Shulman was considered a McDojo for many years. Mm -hmm. In the 70s, people became obsessed with Bruce Lee and karate. Mm -hmm. And uh, wasn't Bruce Lee Kung Fu? It, well, yeah, I think he was all, all little all over the place. Well, but, yeah. he mixed his, he made, he created his own Jeet Kune Do. Yeah, but you know, karate is Okinawan slash Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's more Japanese. But he was still, you know, he was Chinese. Yeah, people over <laughs> here didn't get it right, and as you'll see, so uh, really, you still don't don't fifty. Well, dad. no, no, no. Here's the thing. Okay, McDojo's. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh pander to western stereotypes of karate Mm -hmm. they teach a form that is visually impressive watered down and impractical Mm. Uh, they make it quick and easy to achieve uh, higher belts including black belts they're often referred to among the karate community (laughs) as (laughs) as belt mills Uh uh-huh uh and uh, do you think that your dojo burnt down because of some sort of uh, 
inter dojo fight? Yeah, I like to think so. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so, and and they're possible because there are so few accrediting bodies or standard bearers in the karate community. Community. Mm-hmm. Ranks and belts are giving out according to subjective judgment. Uh. McDojo's are all about getting that money. They mm-hmm. like to keep you hooked by your rapid rise. Uh, they keep you from going elsewhere because they offer their own slightly different variant of karate. So it's like a mattress that's got a different label at every store. You know, mm-hmm. you can't can't really crush it. Right. Uh, so I saw lists and forum posts and articles about how to spot and stay away from McDojo's. Mm-hmm. And they all said the same thing. They are dangerous. Uh-oh. You know, people think that they're actually learning self-defense, and at some point, they're going to put them up, and only then will they learn the folly of their ways and how they've been <clears throat> taken mm-hmm. and not prepared meaning when they get their asses kicked they handed to them yeah so i also like you uh read about the movie blood sport uh jean-claude van damme travel did i read about the movie blood sport jean-claude van damme i saw the movie blood sport jean-claude van damme Damme travels to love that movie (laughs) travels to hong kong to compete in the kumite a kumite. And in the kumite, as Josh said, mm-hmm. one fighter has to face 100 different opponents in a row. Turns out it's real. Uh, as Josh said, only a few people have ever made it through. I actually, Josh said actually 14 people yeah. on record. Yeah. I didn't say a few. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to quote me, quote me. I got me. it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Huh? Uh, so, I thought they're talking about how dangerous it is, these McDojos. What would happen if McDojo Black Belt ever competed one, right? Disaster, certain death. Horrible. Mm -hmm. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to start a McDojo. Mm -hmm. You're going to make it easy. You're going to make it expensive. Mm -hmm. You're going to make it fast to get Mm -hmm. an advanced Black Belt. You're going to put right up front that the aim of your school is to get your students into the kumite. Uh-huh. And a lot of you may be asking this. Who would want to do this? Who do you cater to? I'll tell you who. Terminally ill people who are unable to commit <laughs> euthanasia. God. Right? Uh, each one comes... Trains, pays fully aware where they're going, mm-hmm. and everyone that gets mowed down in the Kumite will be an ad for more terminally ill students. You open schools next to <laughs> hospitals and cancer centers across America. You help the world, <laughs> and you get rich. Wow. That is just brutal. Hey, money. It you're is help, money. You're helping these people. Hey, yeah, no doubt about it. That's brutal, though. Um. Why bother even uh, training? Why don't you just offer kumite? Because there's got to be some semblance. <clears throat> there's got to be some... Uh, uh... <clears throat> Why don't you just like offer Fight Club? No. No. Because we're, we're doing it in a way that is... You free everyone from responsibility. 
why don't you uh, just set your sensei's dojo on fire with all of the students still in it? No. 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 <laughs> We're making a, a franchise across America. Uh-huh. Next to every cancer center of America, there's going to be <laughs> a, you know, oh get-rich-quick dojo. Uh-huh. The Kumateri. It's like cemetery. Yeah. Like the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there is. Oh, that is something, man. There's a lot of money. And as I say, you're helping out a lot of people. And, and you're <clears throat> not just helping them out in their quality of life. You're saving them family from the crippling debt. Mm-hmm. Insurance is getting bad in this country. <clears throat> it, it's terrible. It's horrible. You know, the beauty of it is, too, that health insurance will probably pay, you know, because health insurance, if you show them, like if you're going to a gym or something like that, they will give you uh, yes. some of the money towards that. Uh, it's it, you guys. <clears throat> Talking about a nice double dipping that thing that you nice can do there. That is a double dip. <clears throat> and if you, you know, tell those health, those insurance companies, like, uh, hey, this is what we're doing. We're yes. basically euthanizing these people. No, you don't admit it to anyone. Well, if, there has to be plausible <clears throat> deniability. Oh, okay. That it's all about plausible deniability for the students, mm-hmm. for yourself, for everyone. Okay. And there might be a little wink and a nudge uh-huh. when no one's looking. Right. But it's when no one's looking. Okay. All right. Another great idea. Black no. belts up front. Winks and wedges in the back. Winks and nudges in the back. Uh-huh. Is that a kumite in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? I'm just imagining somebody with, like, stage four terminal cancer. Yeah. Getting in the kumite, getting in the ring. <laughs> just having, Living the dream. Like, knocking it off their bucket list. Just having someone beating the people. Standing proud. A new person beating the shit out of them for another round. Yeah. For the hundred rounds, I just can't even imagine how horrifying that must look. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just picturing it, I, and it like it's making me nauseous. Yeah. Uh, but you know, whatever. We're all about making money here. It's about the money, guys. <clears throat> yeah, it's about the Benjamins. No room for sympathy. No room for empathy. You are giving sympathy and empathy. I'm just saying in general, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's one of those things that if you actually watched it the first time. You may have a hard time doing it. You just got to steal up. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get those brass. Sure, it's like going to bullfight. <laughs> yeah, sort of similar. Yeah, similar but different. Take just, a Dramamine. Yeah, take a Dramamine and, and fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> take an oxy. Yeah, and just block out the fact that there's a human being getting killed in front of you. Yeah, you'll get over it quick enough. Yeah, once you stay, once you stare at that bank account. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, I'm all for it. Grow, man, grow. Yeah. Um, every time it's in the <clears throat> paper, one of your students died. They're lining up. They are. They're lining up. They you are. Guys, they are lining. There's a health crisis in this country. <laughs> there is, and, and they will line up <laughs> around the corner. They will. They will line up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent with you. You know, on the line of health crisis. No. Okay. Uh, we had a long conversation. Prior to today's show. Yeah, we did. We actually afternoon. hung out. Yeah. Talking about your favorite topic <laughs> in the whole wide world, <laughs> circumcision. Yeah, don't do it, guys. <laughs> no, I mean, do it. <laughs> don't not, don't yeah, not do it. I was like, who is this person sitting across from me? 
Noel is one of the most vocal pro-circumcision people I've ever met. Yeah. For someone who's not religious, who's not... Uh, Nothing uh, religious about it. It's cleanliness. No, I understand. But, yeah. you know, most people these days will say... Uh, the argument is is that it's completely unnecessary nowadays yeah. in the Western world, in well, the modern world. What did I say? You said, I don't know, you said a lot of About ridiculous shit. About if you shit. had the skin. Uh, you said it was like, well, let's see. One of the things you said was, if you had a flap of skin hanging over your asshole, would you want it removed? <laughs> I like how you are mouthing what you said to me or trying to like. <laughs> um, so you compared the asshole to the penis. Yeah. Um, which I said wasn't really a fair comparison. All right. Um, the other thing you said was, what was the one? Uh, uh, <clears throat> you compared it to uh, uh, an ugly wad of skin, like you know, having looking. You, <laughs> what, you, you said. <laughs> oh, it I know than what I you. Would, I right? know what you said. Yeah, like when I sit around and look down at my crotch, the one thing I really wish is that there was more just useless hangy skin off it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> And then you compared the scrotum to the, uh, I mean, sorry, you compared the foreskin to the scrotum uh-huh. as an ugly, wrinkly piece of skin. Mm-hmm. And again, didn't work because the scrotum serves the a purpose. the real argument was the disease. Right. And your real argument had to do... With the scientific research. Right. With the scientific research uh, having to do with Africa. Yeah. And uh, you can go ahead and tell your research. That they were studying uh, the... the effect of circumcisions or non-circumcised people with the spread of AIDS and other sexual diseases, and they actually stopped the study because it was unethical for them to continue because it was so strongly in the camp of circumcision prevents the spread massively of AIDS and other sexual transmitted diseases. So that is an almost inarguable uh, 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 positive uh, uh, for... Circumcision. Yeah. So this was what I thought. Okay. I w- I won you over. You're saying, Josh, for uh, the sake for the sake of, of getting rich of karate, self penis hating. I know I'm a, a self hating Jew because I don't have a foreskin. That is what everyone tells me. I've always wondered this. Uh huh. Would Jesus fit the definition of a self hating Jew? No, he didn't hate Jews. He was a, no, not he didn't. Self hating Jews don't hate Jews. Okay. They 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 despise th- the fact that they are Jewish. No, because if all the Jews had had believed them, <clears throat> then Christianity would be called Ju- Judaism. What? If all the Jews had bought it, uh huh, there wouldn't have been a rift. But they didn't. He was an- he was anti-Jewish. No, he wasn't. <laughs> anyway, anyway, mythical creature. Um. Well, yeah. Okay. Um. So I was looking up different, like sort of like superpowers of karate. Yeah. And one of the there there are a few. One of them is uh, uh, actually uh, from karate uh, that was uh, perfected to a degree and certainly uh, pushed by the great Bruce Lee mm-hmm. was the one inch punch. Yeah, where he can muster enough energy, enough chi mm-hmm. in his fist that from an inch away he can, with no pulling back, he can just pound into something and destroy you. Yeah, kill you even. Yeah depending on how much energy he chooses to muster. Yeah. And there are actual some some video uh, representation of this where uh, in one situation he was standing in front of a guy and punched him so hard in the chest the guy shot backwards about 5, 10 feet and fell on his back. Yeah. Another one where they were holding boards and from one inch away and he shot through it and broke the board. Mm-hmm. 
There was another one that was like a super kick. Yeah. Which is a similar thing. The guy could break through uh, uh, a master of karate and he could do, it was like a, not a drop kick, but it was like a scissor kick or something okay. like that. And he could break through like three levels of concrete. Uh-huh. And only masters can do this stuff, have trained for this. The other one was a technique called knife edge chop. Yeah. Where you create such energy and such a specific force with your hand yeah. that you can actually cut through flesh yeah. with the edge of your hand. And I thought to myself, how do you make money with that? Yeah. And then it dawned on me. You go around Africa performing circumcisions. <laughs> you can do it here. <laughs> well, there are doctors here. It's yeah. illegal here. I don't think it's illegal in Africa. You go around Africa performing circumcision. You don't need any equipment. Just using the edge of your hand to slice off foreskins and prevent the spread of disease Okay, in the mother continent. That's it. That's all, all right. I got. If you did it here or in England or whatever, you'd have <laughs> hipsters lining up to get it. I think most people are circumcised in this country, aren't England. they? That aren't, that aren't, well, England, England. no. Uh, yeah, England, they were. But why would they want it? Because. As, As I said, if you had dude a dude with a superpower slicing off their foreskin. Exactly. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Right? Play uh, everybody was <coughs> kung fu fight in the background. Uh-huh. Everyone was karate fighting. Yeah. Because the episode is on karate. Yeah, exactly. Not kung fu. I know. It was a test. You passed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if you want to get in touch with us, give us some tips, give us some ideas, give us some feedback. Give us yeah, on Twitter. We really at, need ideas. Yeah, at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can Gmail us at uh, GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yes, on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere that you can get podcasts and you can subscribe. You can rate, you can review. Please do. We love it. If you only listen to a podcast form, we implore you tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days for anyone else. Get their earliest Earth Star scene. Stick around late. Get a little It's All Nice and Ice action. Followed that, by... Hellway! Hellway! Best name ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, normally around this time, we would tell you how to spend your money. We don't have time. No. We have time for one rule, maybe. So, Josh, <clears throat> scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we ju- judge our schemes by, so you know you can trust them. Where do the rules come from? Uh, Want to be rich? Follow these 11 habits of super successful people from the Clark Howard blog. Super quick one. Uh, automate? No, not that one. Know the difference between needs and wants. That's right. Exactly. You know, you want to win the Kumite, but you need to be put out of your misery. That's right. Uh, so we are getting rich. Hiya! Hiya! Uh, so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Oh.